This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. God bless you, family. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. This is Solid Talk, speaking out loud in depth. God is good. He is worthy to be praised. Family, uh, we are going to wing it tonight by the grace of God, because if you didn't hear me in the beginning, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with the K. And so we're going to try to get to through tonight's discussion, which says, will there be an end? to the gender war will the gender war ever end you know lately in media in society um, especially media uh, we've had a lot of examples of um, this uh, gender war right and uh we've got a lot of wars going on we've got the ukraine war we've got the war in iraq and no disrespect to that war or those people and what they're going through but this gender war has been going on for a very long time. And we need to kind of flush it out because what can happen is that what's going on in the prevailing society sometimes can leak into um, the kingdom, right? Now, we know that the kingdom of God, it is the kingdom of God, right? There's nothing that's going to um, stop that, and it doesn't mean that we adopt those principles, but... When the enemy puts out these type of uh, displays to us, it's for a reason. He doesn't do it by accident. And it's designed for a purpose. And many of you have heard me say before that singlehood is the worst hood in America, right? That's the hood. <laughs> That's the most ghetto, the most uh, tragic, the most um, dilapidated hood in America. It's worse than Old Block. It's worse than Compton. It's worse than Inglewood. It's wor- worse than Southeast D.C. It's worse than Third Ward, Magnolia, New Orleans. It's the worst. And the projects in singlehood is the internet, right? It's the internet. Sorry, I keep looking over. I uh, had all my equipment um, the other day, and because I had all of my equipment, you know what I mean? I'm trying to make sure all my settings are good. <laughs> so I'm a little paranoid about that. Um, but yeah, the Internet is where a lot of this takes place. And the Internet is one of the main places that the enemy is fighting this battle. And so we see these exhibitions like, for example, Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. And it seems like every few months or so or every year or so, Jada Pinkett has this ritual that she does where she just decides, let me go take care of my light. Y'all know in particular. Hang with me, my bad. <laughs> this is what you get when you haven't been on here for a little while. <clears throat> Glory to God in the highest. I'm being ghetto tonight. Try to get these lights together. Glory to God. Hopefully I'm decent. I ain't trying to be out here all ghetto. Looking thick. I ain't planning on getting up tonight but this is why you gotta be prepared some told me not to have pajamas tonight glory to god oh man all right sorry about that man talk about ghetto (laughs) 
Um, <clears throat> but there's a lot going on with this whole Jada Pinkett thing. And it's like every few months or every year or so, she just has to emasculate Will Smith in some way. And that's not by accident. That is a ritual that's being done through Hollywood that is designed to fuel these gender wars and to exalt a Jezebel spirit and an Ahab spirit in Will Smith because that's one of the prevailing spirits that's going on in the land right now. And we see other minor instances like this. There was a video that went viral. Maybe a little bit later on, we might try to check it out if I can find it without commentary. But there's a uh, woman who you have probably seen by now. I can at least show you what she looks like. But she was going on a date with this guy. And, you know, this particular guy uh, decided that he would take her to the Cheesecake Factory. And if we want to be technical, what actually happened was they were going on a date Apparently, he shows up. Now, by the way, before I go any further, let me say this very well could be some sort of skit or social experiment. There's a lot of sketchy stuff about this, um, but we'll take it for face value right now just for the sake of the conversation, because stuff like this can happen. And the fact that it's even plausible in the first place shows you where we are in society today. And, and this stuff is designed specifically to fuel the gender war, to put it at a fever pitch this situation happens where basically this guy shows up for a date. The woman takes an hour to get ready. She's late. Apparently, he had another place in mind. They must have lost that reservation. He decides he's going to take her to the Cheesecake Factory. Apparently, based upon her own estimation of herself, she's too good to go to the Cheesecake Factory. She says something to the effect of who takes anyone that looks like this, referring to how beautiful she looks, to the Cheesecake Factory. And so this sparked like a huge gender debate. This sparked a huge conversation about entitlement, about dating dynamics to in, in today's culture, and just about the expectations between men and women, what is even expected. And this disconnect that we have, the enemy is using it to his advantage. And I believe that um, the end game is to separate what God has decided to bring together, right? And no man can separate what God has brought together. But if you got this pool of people and this pool of people and they never actually get together, right, then you've kind of accomplished destroying the very first commandment to, hum to humans, which is to be fruitful and multiply. And so what we have going on here, um, we can't be fruitful and multiply. The scripture says very plainly that two are better than one, right? And a threefold cord cannot easily be broken. And so men and women are better together. We are better together. Women are the best version of themselves with a husband. Men are the best version of themselves usually with a wife. You know, you don't have to have a wife. Paul didn't have a wife. But, you know, the, 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 the compliment the compliment there is that that man finds a helpmeet, right? And he finds a companion. And that woman, she joins to that man. She has a leader. She has a provider. She has a protector and all of that good stuff. And it's a wonderful thing. But if you stop that, then now what you have is discord, what you have is chaos. You have anarchy. You have back and forth bittering. You have hatred. And then you have isolation. And so I saw a really good video this week on brother uh, J.D. Bolden, J.D. Hawk Bolden's channel. 
uh, Apostle Bolden's wife actually gave this teaching to women. And she was teaching about the sisterhood. And if I can remember, I'll come back and put the link in the description of this video. But she was talking about the sisterhood. And what she was basically saying is that the sisterhood, and by the way, anybody can call in and weigh in 202-738-1686. But what she was saying is that the sisterhood, let me pull up Skype just in case one of y'all hop out there and surprise me and actually do call. <laughs> the sisterhood, what is the sisterhood? It's basically this collection of women or this um, joining of women together and they join. They have to agree on something because the Bible says two can't walk together unless they be agreed. And so effectively what they agree on is they agree that uh, they don't need men you know, uh, men are dogs, men are trash, men are abusive, whatever. And you have these women come together in this trauma bond like fashion. Usually you might have something like a lot of hurt and scorned women who have just decided that, you know, they, they can't trust men. They can't depend on men, whatever. And so now they're going to just conglomerate. What's the word I'm trying to amalgamate themselves together as a group of sisterhood women you also have these same type of women maybe nothing has happened to them but maybe they've just bought into fem feminist rhetoric they want to be um totally independent totally without men um they want to emphasize the fact that they don't need men and they're also part of the sisterhood and the sisterhood has a certain code and that certain code comes from the spirit of this age meaning that is contrary to the word of god and so as a man today, um, a man who is looking for a woman, one of the main things he's going to be looking for, glory to the Lamb of God, one of the main things he's going to be looking for, maybe I speak for myself, is this woman countercultural? Is she countercultural? Meaning, does she take in and absorb everything that the world gives her? You know, if I'm, I don't look for, I'm not looking for a woman. But I wouldn't necessarily look for one online, but just in browsing, if I see uh, like a woman and I go to her page and she just has, you know, like her pronouns, she and her or she has a Ukraine flag or she has whatever the prevailing social agenda of the time is. In my mind, that's just a, a, a person, a, almost an NPC. Sometimes they might not be an NPC. They might just be passionate about stuff they probably don't know too much about. But that's just a person where whatever you put in front of them, they're just going to go with it. And the problem with that is that the, the spirit of this age is so toxic when it comes to the messaging that's given to men and women that some of that is in their system. This is a point that uh, Brother Bolden's wife, uh, Renee Bolden, made. I think her name is Renee. She was just saying that if you are in this particular culture as a woman, you have been impacted by this whether you realize it or not, it's just a matter of figuring out how much of this is in you. You know what I mean? How much of this sisterhood, how much of this feminist rhetoric is in you. And so we have the formulation of the the, the sisterhood, right? This 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 um, isolation from men, the oppression of men, the domination of men, the need for men. But what's fascinating today, because sisterhood has been going on for a little while now, but what's fascinating today is that there's a formulation of what I'm going to call the brotherhood. The brotherhood is basically happening online today. 
and the brotherhood is really the um manosphere you know what i mean it's it's this collection of men who have decided that the women of our times are not good women and that we basically don't need these women and this is also based off of either the selection that's out there or is based off of uh, hurt experiences or is based off of observation of other people's experiences that are being put in the forefront see what we got to understand is there there are very healthy marriages that are out there marriages that people have worked on um, they have uh, seen it work they have built families they have built uh, children you know built wealth built success and we don't see those examples put out in the front because it's really not news. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's only news when it's controversy in the world. So the example of the uh, Cheesecake Factory girl who who is so haughty and so um, conceited and so vain that it's just disgusting. You know what I mean? It's the, the issue there. Let's talk about that for a little bit. The issue there was not the fact that she didn't like cheese cake factory or that she felt she was better than a chain restaurant that's a part of the issue i'm not a big fan of chain restaurants but i mean it's a first date <laughs> you know what i mean uh you know i'm not sure exactly what she was expecting but it's the fact that she recorded this man and put him on camera and tried to embarrass him that's the type of narcissistic and i hate that word because it's thrown around so much but that's a true example of someone who just has no regard for anybody else's feelings and they make everything about themselves. And so when we get a situation like that, the enemy, he's going to put that in the forefront. He's going to make that go viral as much as possible. Now, granted, a lot of people did shame her actions. She did get dragged for that. But even in her being dragged for that, you know what I mean? Um, it still showed the example of why this is how these women are. And then there are other examples that I'm sure women probably get put in front of their faces of this is how these men are. Now, the messed up thing is it is a lot of men and women like that. I would go out, I would venture to say the majority of people, <laughs> you know, out in the, the, the ghetto of singlehood um, are probably got some issues going on. Our focus as kingdom people needs to be what does God say about the situation? Am I going to let these outside influences heal me I mean, not heal me am i going to let these outside influences uh condition me to think the way that the world wants me to think and so the reason i say healing is because i was thinking that what we actually need at least in the kingdom because i don't think we'll be able to change the world at this point but i do believe god is working on it is that we need gender peace you know what i mean and the reason why i think god is working on this is because you know i saw that video that was put out by um brother Bowden's wife and then I saw another video that was put out by um another young lady uh oh I'm sorry well yeah sister Beverly put out a video kind of explaining how when she was younger she had this nice guy and she kind of treated this nice guy disrespectfully and she was saying how experiences like that can turn men into uh bad men it can turn a good man bad you know what i mean based or, or give him a low opinion of women and so this is what we have we have people 
that have gone through things, that have been hurt, and they say, that's not going to happen to me again. So everybody now who does date, they're dating from the lens of leverage. When I go into this situation, I got to have leverage. I got to have the upper hand. I'm not going to let anybody take advantage of me. Uh, we're dating from the perspective of uh, being defensive. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it is good to be wise. I'm not saying you go into a situation blind, but everybody is dating defensively. Almost like what's the catch? Almost like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. That's the mentality that a lot of people have. And so this is where we get the formulation of the sisterhood and the brotherhood, which probably sounds like a good thing because they're good terms. But in actuality, it's nothing but separation. And the separation means that we're less powerful. I'm actually very concerned about this generation. I'm very concerned about the women of this generation. Um, specifically kingdom women. I'm not, it's gonna sound a little crass. I'm not as concerned about worldly women, you know, cause you gotta make the bed, you make your own bed and you lay in it. But, um, you know, I'm very concerned about what things will look like in 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years for a lot of people. Very concerned about it. You know, and, and as much as I say the sisterhood is, 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 is not a good thing, you know, as a matter of fact, in Brother Bolden's wife's video, she says it's a scam, right? And the reason why it's a scam is because it doesn't give you the outcome that it promises you. But I'm concerned because I just don't know what people's lives are going to be like if things ever get difficult. What what's going to happen if this economy collapses? What's going to what's going to happen if if there's like an older you know 60 70 year old woman with no husband, maybe no kids, somebody breaks into her house like like <laughs> it's not a it's not a sustainable Position, And I think what's happened is um, in the formulation of the sisterhood, the, 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 the brotherhood, or as we see it today, the manosphere, this has become like a response to that where they're saying, OK, you said screw me. Well, now I don't even know if, they're re if, if men are really saying screw you. I think it's more like, um, you know, I'm going to give you exactly what you asked for. You know what I mean? And just watch you watch you play yourself and this is not a healthy it is entertaining i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> it's like a, a guilty pleasure by it is entertaining um but just because it's entertaining doesn't mean that it's healthy matter of fact a lot of stuff that is entertaining is not healthy and so when you really think about that it's like man we we as kingdom people the world's just gonna be what's gonna be um but we have to be intentional about not letting these concepts enter into our space you know what i mean and to a, a a large degree i would even say that a lot of cultural things have entered into what we call the church um you know i, I would venture to say a lot of the, the like the visible church in terms of buildings it is very much uh not all of it because you got so many different types of churches but overall it can be like a feminine thing 
You know what I mean? Like it, it, it is very gynocentric um, in a lot of the churches. Some of the churches are completely given over to the world. They will call themselves, um, you know, like an LGBT church or something like that. Or you might have a, a pastor and a first man. I've seen that before. Now, of course, these people probably aren't even born again at all. But it's just the fact that they're calling themselves the church. And so we got to ask ourselves, what is this going to look like? That's the question I'm asking today. What's the solution to this gender war? Is there going to be a peace treaty? Um, do you guys see this war happening the way that I'm seeing it or, or differently? Weigh in on it. Let me know what you think. God bless everybody joining in. Uh, praise God. Uh, God bless you, sister and dear. She says, it's, it's Satan's work. The breakdown of family and relationships. God's way. Yeah, that's the goal. He wants to break down what God has established. He wants to um, <laughs> he wants to um, compromise that bill. Sister Tatiana says, I don't understand the alphabet church. Don't even try to rack your brain. It's just a, the Bible says that um, there will be doctrines of devils that will try to creep in. And that's nothing more than a doctrine of devils. It's nothing more than someone claiming the name of Christ. Jesus said, many are going to come in my name and say that they are Christ. So that's just a person naming the name of Christ without any of the tenets or any of the spirit of Christ. But I was laughing earlier because Ms. Clark said, um, man, we're all going to the Cheesecake Factory. You know, I like the Cheesecake Factory. I ain't got nothing against it. You know what I mean? Now, here's the deal. Let's 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 flesh this out a little bit. Just playing hypothetical. OK, if the dude was taking her to McDonald's, I would totally understand why she would be upset about that, because it's a date. And it's kind of like, well, if I'm going to take the time to get ready and to get dressed, you know, I'm not getting dressed for McDonald's or Wendy's. OK. Like, if we going to go, we'll just go. But don't let me put on makeup or whatever women do, all that unnecessary stuff. Don't let me do all of that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? If you're supposed to be taking me on a date and valuing me and esteeming me, take me to a place that is equivalent to my value and my esteem. So basically, in this woman's mind, she is more valuable than Cheesecake Factory. Okay. Now, if she wants to think that she's entitled to think that that doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. You know what I mean? Uh, more power to her if that's what she thinks. But this this culture of shame and men is the other reason why why men are. Um, checking out these days because there's so much disrespect. Once again, this could be a, a, a social experiment they're doing. But this guy, she puts this guy on camera and tries to shame him with literally no regard for him, no regard for his feelings, his family, no regard for his reputation, no no regard for anything. She's just shaming this dude as if she's some queen and he's a peasant. And this is what a lot of a lot of what is happening today. You know, I don't know if y'all have ever seen these videos, but it's like women will be in the gym and they'll be working out. And they will have on pretty much like booty shorts and like a halter top or something like that. Workout clothes, but literally the skimpiest and most revealing workout clothes that you can buy. Okay. Doing a bunch of 
leg and booty workouts the whole time. And they'll just get in front of the mirror, make a big scene, but then have their camera recording. And if a guy glances over at them for a second or two, they'll put that guy on the Internet and then call him a creep on TikTok and then make it go viral. And so guys see this type of stuff (laughs) and they're like, listen, I'm not going I'm not even going to look at you. This is my mentality when I go out. I don't even look at women anymore because, first of all, it's like there's a very extremely low chance I'm going to try to holler at you. So what's the point of me even giving you that validation? But then also, I'm not going to appear to be some sort of creep, according to her. Like to me, if first of all, you could just be looking at somebody working out. It doesn't even mean that you're attracted. But even if a man is attracted to a woman who is working out in the gym because she has freaking booty shorts on, to me, that's just a man that's attracted to a woman. That's in his nature. But the culture is trying to shame the the nature of the man. You know, if you walk outside half naked, it's such a gaslighting technique. If you walk outside half naked, with your freaking booty out and then you go to the gym and you didn't doing 150 squats right in front of somebody's face or right in front of the mirror. Okay. And then as soon as somebody looks, you're like, Oh, you're a freaking pervert. (laughs) It's like, hold up. Like you just playing real games here. And so these games that are being played is making it so that it's harder for men and women to even interact. Because if you interact as a man, you don't know if you're going to be called thirsty You don't know if you're going to be considered um, a creep. You don't know if you're going to be considered a pervert. You don't know, you know, if you if you uh, cat call a woman, they call that street harassment. You don't know if you're going to get me too. So it's all of these different type of eggshells that have been placed out there where a lot of dudes are just saying, forget about it. And because of that, I don't even know how people meet people today. I guess if you want to meet somebody today, you got to you got to do it. the And this is really how it should be done. Go through some mutual parties and have them kind of pair you up and put you on dates and see if y'all mesh well together. You know, or set up, have somebody set you up with somebody. But other than that, you know, cold, cold calls, <laughs> you know, just like going. We used to call it in D.C. going smack. That's just when you approach a girl in public. Now, don't get me wrong. It's always going to be some dudes that are going to do this. Uh, more power to them. But uh, it's, there's some guys that are just checking out because they're like the whole environment is not even safe. And so how are men and women supposed to meet if uh, everybody is dating from this lens of uh, one-upsmanship? You know what I mean? Like that woman who went on a Cheesecake Factory date, she wasn't getting going on that date to really get to know that man. She was going on that date as a form of one-upsmanship. She basically just wanted to be treated and wined and dined for an evening based upon her perceived value of herself. I mean, when I saw that video, I'm like, I hope this woman is like a virgin. I hope she's, she's, she's just a Christian channel, got some golden um, unmentionables. Because she was just going in on that dude. And uh, it's wild. God bless everybody that's joining. God bless you, Sister Unique. Sister Tatiana says, my dating spot was Applebee's, LOL. Every date I went on, I suggested this restaurant because it was close to my house. Look, ain't nothing wrong with Applebee's, man. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not a fan of Applebee's, but ain't nothing wrong if you like Applebee's. (laughs) You know, it's, it's, it's a... 
this is why we can't do things the way that the world does them. Be, does it because does them because there's like this um stalemate the, what's the word um where two people got a gun pointed at each other and they're trying to see who should stand off there's like this standoff that's going on where you got women saying you know well let's start with the man you got men saying and this is stuff that's being that's being taught in like the manosphere and stuff like that. Basically, don't take a woman on anything other than like a coffee date or a walk if it's a first date, because it doesn't make sense for you to invest your resources in somebody that you don't even know. And somebody that has a, a likelihood to take advantage of you and your resources and just pretty much leave you, uh, you know, use you for the evening and then forget that you even existed. OK, they have you saved in their number as food. On the flip side, you got women saying, don't accept a man taking you on coffee or or uh, a walk or something like that on a first date because, you know, I guess he like he's not trying. I don't know what their reasoning is, but I guess it's like you're worth more than that or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so you got a standoff between the two. And so every angle of, of the dynamics is coming from an angle of warfare. It's coming from an angle of, I can't trust you, you can't trust me. Here's a comment here by Ms. Clark. She says, I don't even recognize humanity in this era. It's really bizarre, to be honest. Everyone is looking at each other with the side eye. Everyone is. And I think the reason why everyone is, is because of the internet. I think that we should not have had as much exposure to one another as we have. And especially when it comes to this gender war between men and women, uh, there are conversations that women would have had in the past that men would not have been privy to. But now because of the internet, you know, and, and I believe the internet is probably one of the worst things that happened to humanity, but especially women, because women like attention, let's just be honest. And if you give them internet attention, even whether it's good or bad, whether it's something for fame or for infamy, they will take advantage of it. And so we have so much exposure to these conversations that are happening um, um, that women normally would have amongst each other or that men normally would have amongst themselves. And now we're really seeing what each other thinks about the other. So everybody is looking at everybody else with a with a skeptic step with skepticism. They are looking at everyone else with the side eye. Right. Because they're trying to figure out what's your deal. You know, once you get past a certain age and somebody's single, <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, look, I'm single, so I'm not judging nobody. I'm just telling you, y'all know I keep it 100. Once you get past a certain age, male or female, it's kind of like, what's your deal? OK, you kind of accept the fact that hey this person coming with something okay what's going on you know what i mean what do i need to be mindful of and uh it's unfortunate but this is why i say dating is supposed to be a young person's thing but i think what happens is because of this internet we begin to see patterns we begin to see real patterns and things that if you were just living your life normally without the internet and you were just going off anecdotal experience 
you would kind of know stuff is going on, but you wouldn't really have as much exposure to everything that's going on. But then when you see these type of patterns, all of a sudden this this thing goes off in your mind, this red flag goes off where it's like, okay, what's going on here? Okay, this is this pattern. Okay, you know, take take for example a big gender war issue, the Russell Wilson Sierra thing, uh, Sierra's prayer and all of this. And so it's just this idea that there's this pattern where um, because of freedom and because of the feminist movement and because of women's um, being able to just move like men and kind of choose who they want like men. Um, this is the this is just some internet talk for just bear with me. Um, in their prime years, they kind of deal with uh, the guys of their choice, right? Usually, it's about twenty percent of men, um, or the the like the the cream of the crop type men. But because of the restrictions of morality and society being broken down, right? Because of the freedom, because the floodgates have been opened, they can deal with this man on any terms. So usually. Is not relationship terms. Usually it's just casual terms. So they deal with these premium guys at casual terms. But then in the uh, later years, right, then it's like in their mind, they're like, oh, I want to settle down. So if you're a guy and you start to do the math in your head and you say, okay, well, you know, am I one of these premium guys? Like, have I been getting that attention since high school, since middle school? Have I... You know, have I been getting this, uh, you know, premium uh, alpha action, you know what I mean, like during my 20s? And then if you start to get it in your 30s or not, maybe not that action, but if you start to get more um, people wanting your type in your 30s and above, now all of a sudden it's like, what changed? You know what I mean? What changed? And so this is what I call a finish line, dude. And the thing about guys is... Guys have have self-esteem, too. Guys have an ego, too. <laughs> Believe it or not, we have preferences, too. You know, it's, 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 I know it's unfathomable, but it's true. And um, for someone like me, personally, I would rather die and wither away before I limit myself to being a finish line dude. You know what I mean? Because I may not be uh, the man, but I'm a man. You know what I mean? And I will go out, I will thrive, or I will go out as the man that I am. But, you know, I'm not about to be played in any type of situation. And so when you see these patterns, it's kind of like, okay, all right, this is the pattern here. And the thing about men is that men are not going to reward bad behavior. Um, we don't always do a lot of talking, but as a man, we're supposed to preserve and protect. One of the things we preserve and protect is standards and integrity. You know what I mean? And so this is something that I struggle with a little bit personally because I do believe in grace. I do believe in forgiveness, but I also believe in justice. And I also believe in um, not rewarding or, or or sending a message that you can be rewarded for bad behavior. And so in my mind, if it's the Lord's will for me to be with anybody, preferably, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not that I did it all the right way. I did a whole bunch of stuff wrong. You know what I mean? But um, 
you know, there's a whole lot of stuff I could have did that I didn't do. You know what I mean? And so my thing is I got to just be in a space where I'm preserving the integrity because this next, I don't, I don't want this next generation to feel that they can do it the same way and then get the same outcome because that's just going to fuel the problem more and more. And the problem is, is it, it fuels down to everything. It fuels down to um, socioeconomics. It fuels down to crime. You know what I mean? It fuels down to uh, basically every aspect of society. You know what I mean? So it, it's something that we got to think about. Um, Glenn says it's different these days. It was so. Oh, my bad. I got something on my screen. It was so much easier in the 90s. My sister used to go on dates for free meals. <laughs> That's still happening, though. And this is what I mean. Like, in the 90s, you probably could have done that way more than today. Because today, and this is the crazy thing with this gender war, men and women are being coached. And the coaching, that, and a lot of this coaching is coming from the internet. <laughs> the coaching that's being done is telling them like complete opposite things to keep them apart. And it's not all bad from a carnal perspective. You know, a lot of it makes sense, but yeah, men are being coached. Like don't, don't become somebody's foodie. Don't be the, the guy that saved as food or some orbiter in this woman's life where she just uses you for a particular aspect of her life. And you don't get any type of reciprocation from that. But I can believe it. Like in the 90s, you know, a lot of the stuff that dudes was was getting away with and, uh, you know, a lot of stuff that dudes were getting into in the 90s. These this generation is not rocking like that. And I think it's kind of sad because. um, It sent the message in the 90s that that could work. And. Now that men are starting to get smart, they're starting to think with, you know, think with the right brain, with the right mind. OK, um, they are not falling for the same tricks. You know what I mean? So it's a wild thing. Miss Clark says the amount of married men that are out here trying to date is just bizarre. If you ask the right questions within the first hour of text or conversation, you'll often find that they are involved or married. It's wild. My neighbor just had a pregnant girlfriend pull up at her house with her cousin late in the night, ready to go to blows over her boyfriend. And my neighbor asked him, OK, hold on, asked him if he was involved. And I have a text chat on my phone right now with a man that I chatted with for an hour and ended the convo with him because he was, quote, about to get a divorce. Ninja, what? <laughs> um. <clears throat> This is what's referred to as pre-selection. So women like men who are already uh, spoken for because in their mind, they say, okay, well, if this woman has already predetermined that this man has value, then he must be valuable. And so because of that, married men recognize that they are a bit more of a commodity. And that's what has made a lot of these married men feel as though because because, quite frankly, um, 
you know, there are just a lot of crappy people, men and women out today. So in these men's mind, they feel like because they brought themselves up to a certain status or because they're married, that they're entitled to multiple women. Okay, we see this on the rise a lot. Uh, polygamy is becoming very popular in these open relationships. Well, more so polygam polygyny, I think, is what's caused when the man can have more than one wife. And so in this polygyny, uh, you know, a lot of guys operate in this mindset without telling their wife. <laughs> it's like, hey, you know, you know, I'm uh, uh, polyamorous or whatever it's called. And I guess she'll find out when she finds out. But, you know, in a logical m man's mind, that's the way a carnal minded man thinks. And I think this is where a lot of the uh, manosphere gets it wrong. Uh, I kind of think, well, I'm going to leave that alone. But this is where they get it wrong. It's just this idea that because you build yourself up to a certain status or you have a certain amount of money that it entitles you to not be faithful. So at the end of the day, we just have to not be carnally minded about this. This is a struggle because as I mentioned, we see it, we see it constantly, but you got to remember the amount of people that's on a narrow way is just that it's narrow. So the majority of people are going to be thinking this way and doing these things. So don't be surprised when the majority, like most of these principles and these little ideologies, it actually is true for the majority of people. But we have to ask the question, um, what does God say? How does God say this is supposed to operate? What does God say about this? You know, it's going to be narrow. And so when we discover that one of these people is, is uh not on that narrow way it just means that they're not for us and you know unfortunately it, it seems like there's a disparity you know amongst um like men and women in the body of christ but i don't necessarily think that's true um uh, well i'm not sure if that's true or not um i just think in general we need more good men you know what I mean? Because I want people to be married. I really do. Um, I believe that I'm supposed to start this gender peace channel. But it's very difficult to start it. Just because folks be wilding out. You know what I mean? And I got I to gotta believe whatever I decide to teach or preach. I got to actually believe it fully. Like with every fiber in me to really deliver it the way that it needs to be delivered. And... Um, I'm still working on some 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 concepts myself. There's some stuff I got to get out of my system, some stuff I got to get in my system. And I got to really discover what is God's heart as it relates to a lot of stuff, you know, because there's so much messaging out here that's designed to keep us separate. I know that it's from the enemy. And I know that I, I do believe that we're in a season where God is trying to start a gender peace movement you know what i mean he's trying to do this or at a minimum he's trying to make sure that it doesn't infiltrate his people but um <clears throat> you know it's like y'all gotta give me something to work with <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> not y'all but you know what i'm saying like y'all gotta get i can't you know but anyway let me see these comments 
But yeah, that's a crazy story. I'm still kind of going over that story that you put, sister. You said that they, that somebody showed up at somebody's house. Said the amount of married men. Yeah, um, my neighbor just had a pregnant girlfriend pull up at her house, and see that's 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 the lie. This is why I say a lot of these men concepts they're true, but it's not truth. See, what's true is that a man is biologically uh, lustful. Let's just call it that. <laughs> like that's that's true, right? Um, but actually, I'm not even sure if that's true. But it's for the sake of what I'm trying to say, let me just get this thought out, and then I'll piece it together in a moment. Um, with the spirit of God, a man can be faithful. That's what I'm trying to get to. Uh, yeah, um, some men might be inclined to 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 want a little bit more. Thirty one flavors of ice cream. You know what I mean? I, hey, I want to try every flavor, right? But a lot of guys believe this lie that um, because they are a man, they don't really have the capability. It's not in my nature to be faithful or to have one woman. So, hey, it's not that I don't love my wife. It's just that I got needs and what she don't know won't hurt her. Well, that's that's not in the Bible. <laughs> and according to what the scriptures say, God can give us power to be sons of God. He says, as many as believed, he gave them power to be sons of God. And so we can live a, a life through power. We can live a life of faithfulness um, through power, through contentment. You know what I mean? Just being pleased and happy and content with one spouse. Um, it's possible. But the thing is, if you don't, believe that something is possible you're not going to be able to apply enough faith to it to actually realize it as a reality in your life this is one of the reasons why i don't really um i don't preach against uh perfection you know i don't necessarily preach perfection uh you know because i'm certainly not flawless by any stretch of the imagination but uh i don't preach against it because the bible calls for it and because I think if we already have it like in our minds, hey, I'm I'm just never going to get it right. I'm never going to uh, conquer this thing that I'm going through. It's, this thing is greater than me. It's greater than the blood of Christ. If we have that mentality, then you you can't. Yeah, because of that mentality, you can't. But if we have a mentality of faith to say, listen, I think that. The power of God is greater than what I'm going through in this moment. I think he's greater than this sin. I think he's greater than this vice. You know, I might not get it right every day, but I'm not, I'm not practicing this. You know, I do believe I can get to the point where I don't I don't practice this. Yeah, I think that's definitely possible. But yeah, it'd be them type of situations. Ashkenazi says, hey, y'all, 30 minutes into the last uh, date I was on. I was looking at my watch, wondering if I called off the date then and there, would I make it home in time to watch Law and Order? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Turns out the creep was a Lucifer worshiping Mason. Oh, that's not funny. Which explains why I was so miserable and only 30 minutes into it. Man. Man. I believe God is going to have a plan for us. I don't know what that plan is going to be, but I believe he's going to have a plan for us. You know, we just got to seek his plan for our lives individually. 
you know, because I'm, I'm, what I'm really thinking of as I say that statement is like, how are we going to get um, Christian men and women together? You know what I mean? I know they got Christian mingle and these little sites and whatnot, but like, you know, what's the real, the real way? Um, I think that's something worth exploring. Ms. Clark says many men, even good men, are putting women into the rotation until they pick one. And I believe it gets so good that they don't pick. They just keep the rotation going. I've never heard of a key partner, a key party. I'm almost afraid to ask, shaking my head. Oh, oh, do y'all know what a key party is? I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm a little afraid to say too. Uh, let's see. <laughs> say three or four couples have met for dinner at a restaurant at the end of the evening, the woman will throw their house keys in the middle of the table. The men then choose a key. The women go home. Uh, okay. To, to await to see what man from the dinner got her key and accordingly her for the night. Wow. Yeah, I've never heard of that, but that's the type of worldly stuff that happens. Don't be surprised at what's going on out here and that's what it really is is like this is why it's so tragic because in rejecting the faith you know what i mean we get into these we we don't do it god's way and when we don't do it god's way it delays us sometimes it denies us and you know looking at something like that okay Let's say this, and this is a good example of something I might go through, okay? Let's say that the key party woman um, gets saved and she becomes born again. She's born again, okay? She's She's been made new according to the scriptures. But then when I begin to learn about this woman, it's like, uh, yeah, so... Hey, back in the day, I used to go on key parties before I knew the Lord. And I'm just like, hey, what's that? I never heard of that. And she's just like, oh, well, you know, like uh, you go on a date with three or four couples. A woman just puts her key in the, in the, in the hat and a man randomly picks it. And then you just go to home to that woman. And so... Even it's like even the, and this makes me a self-righteous dater. I'm like totally aware of this. Right. <laughs> it's like a some I'm dealing with a little bit. So. Like in my mind as a man, I know she's new according to the scriptures. But then in my mind, it's like, do I really want to be with the woman who was going to the key parties every weekend? You know, not that I expect the woman to be flawless or anything like that. I'm just using this as an example, but it's just kind of like. Like, dang, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. This, 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 these are real situations, men and women, that we, we all got to kind of understand. And I think the real question becomes, you know, for kingdom people, do I really see my partner as new? Am I Am I really willing to, you know, okay, so if somebody becomes a Christian, does that just exempt them from like anything 
is should I should I now have a reason any reason at all to be concerned about her character? You know what I mean? Like these are real questions that a man and I guess a woman would have to ask themselves because of the times in which we live in. You know, personally, I'd rather just not know. <laughs> There's a song say, I don't want to know if you plan me, keep it on the low. I mean, I get that, you know, old things pass away. I do believe that. I think I believe that. Who knows if I believe it? I, I, I would like to think I do. Um, but, yeah, I'm just like, don't even tell me. You know what I mean? Just whatever. Because I already understand the generation that we live in. So it's like it's better for, for me mentally as long as it's not going to rear its head in our relationship moving forward. Just just keep me blissfully ignorant. You know what I mean? Just keep me. Only thing I really want to know is if you was like messing with my friends or somebody that I knew personally, you know, because I don't really like that. But other than that, you just got to understand like, hey, you 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 could be dealing with um, a can of worms here, you know. And then it's like, do people really get it out of their system? Because the Bible says that we're wrestling against the flesh and the spirit every day so even though that old man has been crucified with christ um that old man or that old woman they're still fighting to default to that default fleshly pattern that they're used to and if the wrong trigger gets hit or maybe they're not hitting on all cylinders or the stresses come now it kind of is like okay well how are they going to respond to this situation so it's just little things we, we got to be maybe thinking about. I could be looking at it wrong. Y'all let me know. But, yeah, that's crazy. I've never heard of that. Miss Clark says, for every man out there not living with that power you speak of, there's a woman on a date with him giving him the side eye and being okay with just taking the meal and a good time. Yeah, I got to see. I, I forgot what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so the power that I spoke of, I'm not even sure what I said, but uh, let me read that again. For every man out there not living with that power that you speak of, there's a woman on a date with him giving him the side eye and being okay with just taking the meal and a good time. It's just a lot going on out here. I, I haven't actively dated in years, so I really don't know for sure what, what is or isn't going on. Um. But I know, I hear that it's really bad. Ashkenazi says one night at the end of the Saturday, one night at the end of the Saturday Night Live comedy hour, actress Kristen Wiig was jiggling her keys above her head to determine if other cast members were interested in a key party. Yeah, I don't, I've never heard of that, but they be coming out with all of this stuff, all of this stuff. Miss Clark says I don't want the meal or the good time if the man doesn't receive that power you speak of to be faithful. Oh, yeah, yeah, power to receive, power to be a son of God. So you say for every man out there not living with that power you speak of, there's a woman on a date with him giving him the side eye and being okay with Yeah, so potentially, you know what I mean? See, in the world, things are transactional. And that's 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 what it is. There's no real love. It's all transactional. But then the question becomes, what even is real love? 
I saw a, a poll that was posted on a person's channel. I forget her channel right offhand. It's called like Proverbs 31 Woman or something like that. It's a pretty good channel. Y'all should check it out. Um, Proverbs 31 Lessons or something like that. And she's a wife. She just gives women um, advice on how to become wives or be better wives and what not to fall for in society. But she put up a poll and said, what do y'all think about arranged marriages? Now, if you really think about Adam and Eve, they were in arranged marriage. Uh, Adam was asleep. God created Eve from Adam's rib. And all of a sudden he wakes up, she's there, and he's like, y'all a husband and y'all a wife. So did they really love each other? Did they even have time to love each other? You know, but Adam says, I will call her Eve. She's the mother of all living. He says, this is flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone. So in the scriptures, sometimes it seems like some of the marriages might have been arranged. You know what I mean? There was some choice involved. You know, there was like choice with Esther, but she didn't really um, kind of like pick the king. The king was sorting through the women. You know, then you got Boaz. He kind of liked uh, Ruth and all of these different examples. So I don't really know. That's why I say we need to study and see what is God's method. But I don't have an issue with arranged marriages because most of the time when they're arranged, it emphasizes duty and culture and morals. And they tend to last longer because whoever they are paired with, they agree upon those things. Duty, meaning that the man understands his role, the woman understands her role, culture, meaning that they're both on the same page culturally, religiously, and then morals. I guess that would be more religious to morals. They are, they are in agreement, meaning that they can function. The problem today is that, especially in America, there is no consistent belief system in our country. There's no agreement on gender roles anymore. There's no agreement on faith even if you are a Christian, you can have a totally different outlook on, you know, there's there's, there's really not much agreement in Christian circles. Um, there's no agreement on uh, culture. And so a lot of the, 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 the concern is, can I even find a man or a woman that agrees with me? You know what I mean? That agrees because we can't walk together unless we be agreed. Yeah, you got to have that power. Uh, Ms. Clark says, uh, pornography culture is diminishing and killing men's ability to receive the power to be faithful. There's too much free sex out there. I agree with that as well, wholeheartedly. You know what I mean? That is a, a destroyer. It's, it destroys in many ways. It's a product of that free love uh, movement. You know what I mean? Um, it destroys men mentally, physically, and spiritually. Ms. Clark says, I can't imagine what it's like to be a man in this world today when there's so much 
access to sexual perversion through pornography or free women. It has to be hard for a man these days. Now, when you say that, do you mean it has to be like difficult to be um, like uh, pure or do you just like I would agree. You know what I mean? It's it's out there. It's like, um, you know, the devil shoots fiery darts. So you can just walk outside and if it's the summertime, it ain't no telling what you're going to get. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so it definitely takes power. I think what it takes, though, is you have to have a man that's kind of come to the end of himself. Um, you have to kind of have a man that has uh, decided that he's going to love God more than more than that vice um, but it will rear its ugly head. It's, it's very latent, meaning that you could just be on Instagram, and even though Instagram is not officially that type of site, if you come across one of these baddies, you know, and she's on the beach uh, in a bikini on a vacation, and she got her BBL going and whatever else she got going on, her baby hairs and her, her eyelashes, she's got the Instagram disease is what I call it, you know, one of these baddies, then yeah, uh, that even though you weren't even on a, uh, that type of site, that is kind of like level three or level four, maybe even level five pornography. You know what I mean? It's not actual action going on, but it's, it's like visual, you know what I mean? So it's an, it's an attack. It's an attack, but this is this is what the culture asked for, and this is why we've got to be countercultural. Um says, I think a good man can date until he finds one that's a wife that he may date multiple women with the intention of finding a wife. Not speaking of sex, just dating, but I believe men, even good men who intend to find a wife, find it hard to let go of any of the women because of greed because there are many good women uh no references to sex i mean difficult to find a wife and be faithful to a wife and any woman would understand that will not be quick to jump into a marriage with a man so many dynamics going on today um just so many you know what i mean but that's the goal confusion and we just have to decide, you know, am I going to fall for that? The good news, as I mentioned, is I do believe that God is 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 being intentional about reconciliation. Um, I believe that, and I said this maybe like, I can't remember if it's the, uh, I prophesied this either at the beginning of this year or last year, that we would see more kingdom marriages. And I actually have been seeing that. Um, so every time I see that, it's a wonderful thing, you know, um, and I think what we need is good examples. Uh, and this is a challenge, right? Cause single people like me, we ain't got nothing to, we ain't got nothing to do. Like we don't really have a life, <laughs> you know, I'm single, no kids. So I effectively don't have a life. So because of that, we ain't got nothing to do but sit around and be on the internet all day. The married people who are actually doing it well, they have they have stuff to do. Like they have to tend to their spouse. They have kids. 
they have a life going on. And I say that to say they don't always have the time to get on the Internet and they don't have the time to visit the hood, to visit singlehood, you know, and, and come and give back to the hood, you know, because they off in the suburbs, you know what I mean? Like living a good life, living high on the hog. So I understand why we don't see as much positive examples from that regard. Um, there are some, and shout out to those people, you know what I mean, that, that are doing it right and letting people know how it can be done right, you know. But it's 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 a it's an interesting um it's an interesting uh situation. It's even worth exploring. We're not gonna do it tonight, but what even makes a good woman or a good man? You know what I mean? That's a question that comes to mind when you say a good man or you say is you know many good men or many good women. Like what even what does that even mean? You know what I mean? But yeah, I just wanted to kind of talk about that. Um, will we ever see an end to this war? Uh, not in the world. It's too, it's way too much damage that's been done. Um, but in the kingdom, that's where the healing is going to take place. Even if it doesn't result in everybody pairing up and, and getting marriages, you know what I mean? It's just it's a place of contentment. It's a place where you're out of that war. You know what I mean? Almost like uh, they talk about these refugees. You got these refugees that um, are escaping a place where there's war. And in the kingdom of God, that's a place of righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So regardless of what the outcome is, if we reside there, we're going to have peace. We don't have to pay attention to this war. You know, we just have to be disciplined about it. Because one thing I'm learning about me, it's hard for me to not witness a train wreck, you know, because it's like entertaining. And so I think personally, I got to come out of agreement with the entertainment of the gender war. Because I'm going to be honest, you know, when you see an example of like Jada Pinkett Smith or the Cheesecake Girl or the Oyster Girl. You know, there's this girl that went on a date and ordered like 48 oysters or something like that. And it was really expensive. If you see these type of examples, um, yeah, you do want to read the comments and, and kiki and giggle and do all that type of stuff. Um, but the more that we meditate on that, you know, the more that we kind of subscribe to what's going on with that. So just something to think about. I just want to come on here and chop that up. Thank y'all for hanging with me a little bit. We're going to go ahead and call it a night. You know, I'm going to read these last few comments real quick. Ms. Clark says, uh, but I believe men, even good men who intend to find a wife, find it very hard to let go of any women because of greed, because there are many good women. No references to sex. I mean, and I know I read that. I had to understand it to me. If a man is, is like looking for a wife and he already has a good woman, if he considers her a good woman, he would consider her a prospective wife. You know, so I'm not sure. I would have to understand a little bit. Um, difficult to find a wife and be faithful to a wife. Any woman who understands that will not be quick to jump into a marriage with the man. Y'all know we just got to we got to get back to doing it God's way. 
Yeah, so yeah, thank y'all for hanging out with me a little bit. I know my energy level is a little, little low. I'm a little, little stuffy tonight. As I mentioned, I had a very long day yesterday. Didn't get in until like 2 a.m. Had a 10-hour video shoot. Um, very hectic day, very tiring. I was up from like 5 a.m. to 2 a.m. Um, so I almost ain't make it tonight. <laughs> but I wanted to come on here and just chop it up a little bit. That's all I have in the Solid Talk family. Thank y'all for learning with me, hanging out with me. Clearly, I need to go get me a little nap. You all take care and be blessed. This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth Cancel culture can't keep me in check In from beginning gotta tell us what's next True believers they can come and connect Call in or even come as a guest And show each other respect I keep it solid I'm dropping knowledge Wisdom understanding just like you done went to college Devil know we working His goal is to try to stop it Helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it Controversial topics just to keep it honest Truth hit hard just like like it's a blunt object, culture living godless, I can't even call it, we in the last days, Babylon is falling, don't kill the messenger, I can't mess with ya, points got a plethora, this life will keep on testing ya, let's walk and get the best of ya, I'm trying to tell you bruh, only around the shell we say we trying to get the rest Speaking of ya, speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check, in from beginning gotta tell us what's next, true believers they can come and connect, call in or even come as a Yes, and show each other respect Spiritual wickedness in high places Trying to cause division with the people and the races Jesus gave commission, say go out to all the nations So we streaming live on television and the stations No, we taking off like asteroids up in the spaces The cross was Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, we trading places The lost must understand that we cannot be void of graces So we preach it to a generation that is faithless Understand his greatness, ancient of the ages Written on my heart, the red letters of the pages, the blood of Jesus covers all my sin and it erases. I pleaded and believe it, so it covers all my bases. Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check. In from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. Try and keep my sanity amongst calamity. Social media, nothing more than narcissistic vanity. PC culture on a mission, and they try to cancel me, but I know Jesus gonna. Keep me covered like a canopy Blood give me amnesty No I can't handle me Not where I wanna be But best believe I plan to be Flesh wrestle against the spirit Main event and slambery So I need them every day This daily, weekly, annually Iron sharp as iron So I'm strengthened by my brethren We may not meet down here But guarantee the link in heaven The born again and righteous Are the ones he's gonna let in Let's keep the faith And be amongst the saints When they step in